Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. Want to go to Greece together? No, seriously. How about the spring of 2023? That's right. My favorite yogi, Jose Portillo, and I are back. We are hosting our first international yoga wellness life coaching retreat in Greece. And you can pre-register to be one of the first people to apply. We are only taking 10 people and I would love for you to be one of them. So to stay in the know, visit www.letscreateyourfate.com and get on that list to apply. See you in Greece. Screen them with a phone call. Save your expensive makeup. <laughs> that is the quote of the day. That is the quote. I, that was the best quote um, from you. Yeah. Lacey said, Mitchell. I think it was more like ex, uh, makeup is way too expensive to waste on a date. I'm going to start screening my dates with a phone call first. It is way too expensive. Seriously. It really is. So welcome back to the Create Your Fate. But today's episode is Create Your Date podcast um, with my special guest and our, our, um, our routine guest at this point, Lacey Mitchell is back. Yes, hello. Thank you for having me. I've come with my homework assignment completed <laughs> as an Enneagram 3 would. Right, exactly. You checked all the boxes off. So if you missed, was episode 73? 73. 73. Um, oh my God, a 7? Enneagram and seven and a three. Wow. Um, so if you are new to Create Your Fate podcast, and we are, we're an Enneagram-based life coaching podcast, but most of my uh, my listeners and, and clientele is, you know, females in their 30s, 40s, got some 20s in there. Yep. So um, we had decided that, hey, let's do an episode on dating in your 30s. Right. Yeah, I don't know a lot of people that are in their late 30s dating. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why you and I like bonded initially because we are both around the same age, single. And it's hard to find girlfriends that at least they may be single, but they'll have kids or have been married um, before with kids. So it was like great to meet you because you are single and in your 30s. And, you know, I just feel like you kind of been around the block with dating, when you come to your like mid to late thirties, you kind of yeah. know. Yes, you kind of know. So we were imparting our wisdom on anybody else who is, you know, maybe in the same boat or in your twenties, where we shared a lot of lessons yep. that we learned in our twenties. That hey, we used to put up with this, but now we we don't. Right. So a special edition. This is part two. The follow up of the create your date podcast um <laughs> and it, it, the last episode ended it was so impromptu but i it love was. it <laughs> it was like oh my gosh wait should we download the dating apps Ugh. and should we go out on dates and come back with some concrete examples and information for y'all uh we asked you you said you wanted it so we did we did our it. homework we did our homework so, and let me tell you that I would have deleted that app within a few minutes had I not had to come here and talk about it. Honestly, it was like, no, you have to keep talking. We need podcast content. Yes. I I went through like a phase 
I like went through like the five stages of hinge and it was like <laughs> the first minute you're like, oh God, I cannot do this. I cannot do this. I'm deleting. I'm, you know what? I'm not even going to pay attention. I don't even care. I'm not even going to get back to these people. I don't care what they're doing. I hate this Yeah. to going on a date. And then you went out on a date. So we have... We have prime feedback for y'all. Yes. So fresh off the press. It's fresh off the press. <laughs> so I don't even know what to talk about first. Um, do we want to talk about the success story? Just like start with things that, or you know what? Let's. I say I say save that. Yeah, let's talk about the um, struggle that it was <laughs> to get to the success story. Yeah. So you downloaded Hinge. Hinge sponsor us. Yes. Um, any of those dating apps, they're all one and the same, if you ask me. See, I've never done, actually, I've never done Bumble, but you had yeah. a negative experience with Bumble. Yeah. About- um, so there's, you know, with Bumble, there's the girls are in control of, um, that's kind of like how they market themselves is that the girls can kind of be in control. The problem with that is that. And I don't, I, I don't know that this is the case for every guy, but there was a lot of guys on there that, um, and this isn't recent. This I didn't use Bumble recently. I used Hinge, um, but when I had been on Bumble, probably in my like early thirties, the problem was that I had to be something so extraordinary when I messaged somebody because basically you match up with them and then you get to say. Um, you get to be the one that controls whether or not you talk. This is high or yes. not. Yeah. And so I would say, hey, how's it going? And I would get responses like, boring. Uh, next. Next. <laughs> uh, is that the only thing that you can come up with? So creative. And I was like, whoa. That's literally insane. It's insane. And I felt like, okay, um, did, I mean, are other girls out there like coming up with something super cute to say and super clever? And this was actually before they had prompts on there that kind of gave oh, yeah. you some information. So a lot of times it would just tell you where they were from, um, like their age, their height. If I don't even think it told you if they wanted kids or not. Mm-hmm. I don't. There was not much info. There were some pictures and just very basic info. So there wasn't a lot to work with other than looking at a picture and saying. Oh, did, I see that you traveled to Thailand. How was your trip? Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, and so I would even try those and they'd be like, I'm so bored with talking about Thailand. I'm about to take my picture down. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not sure. I felt very you, stuck. Yeah. First of all, we all know that picture is at least five years old. Yeah, exactly. So. I can tell by the date that's in the corner. <laughs> I can tell by the um, iPhone 6 quality that yes. is this picture. Yes. It's called resolution. Right. But yeah, it's that's wild mm-hmm. because now all of a sudden, like I have been recently stepping into my like feminist like yeah backbone where things just start to really irk me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, 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 this is not okay. I'm gonna take a stand for these things. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, you're telling me about Bumble. I have not experienced that, and this is another thing that I love that both of our experiences are just so different. Uh huh. Um, like, am I supposed to be, like, entertainment for you? Is right. Is that what you're on here for? Right. And I was, I thought, do they feel emasculated because the women have the, like, we we are the ones that basically pursue it? Because I guess, you know, in modern dating, 
a girl can ask a guy out just as much as a guy can ask a girl out. So I don't know what the deal was with these guys. Obviously, they weeded themselves out. And and it was it's pretty discouraging. And I think anybody who's new to going on a dating app and that and at that time I was very new to it. I, I just thought like, wow, this is awful. And so it kind of set the precedence for me that it wasn't going to be a great experience okay, all like in this. all. Yeah. I know. But you would never, if you were meeting somebody out in public, you know, you would you would say, hey, how's it going? Right. I wouldn't Not... walk up and be like, comment their outfit and ask them something so creative and clever. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. There's, it just felt not right. And I'm sure that, you know, in in hindsight, I didn't want to date those guys anyway. But when it's the first like 15 people that you talk to and 10 of them are kind of rude to you, yeah. it can be very discouraging. So the start to hinge this time was very much the same. I wasn't getting like told <laughs> off by guys, but it rude. was like, stop. <laughs> I really kind of didn't care what was going on with these people. And mm-hmm. and then I was hesitant to say, like, hey, how's your week going? Because I was afraid that maybe yeah. I, that wasn't creative enough or, you know, nice enough. And in hindsight, I'm like, who cares if that's going to turn them away? I mean, that is a natural way to start a conversation. So if that is you and you're out there getting discouraged by this, just say, hey, what's up? They will weed themselves out. That's what I learned. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because on the flip side... I, okay, I got on the apps. Mm -hmm. Did I, okay, also, I have zero notifications on on my phone for literally anything. Um, So I did not have the notifications on for Hinge. Right. So I would go on there. There'd be, like, a day or two that may have gone by, you know. But, so when you go on there, you have, you know, a couple people who like your profile and whatnot. And... Then you look at the messages that they send you, and I'm telling you, there's this one guy who literally asked me 15 most interesting questions in the world, right? Rather than just saying, hi, how's your week going? It was like, oh, my God, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this, tell me about this, tell me about this, tell me about this. And I'm not joking you, there were 15 question marks in this paragraph and I'm like this is too much just suddenly you're trying you're having to write an essay yeah and it's overwhelming and then you shut down and you don't want to do it I never replied (laughs) that's okay it's okay (laughs) somebody asked me if I got a million dollars today what would be the first thing that I bought and I literally sat there and I thought I actually don't know the answer to this and took me several days to get back to him and I said, is it sad that I really don't know the first? I know of the things I would buy, but what would be the first thing? Yeah. I haven't really decided. And he followed up with a question or followed up with an answer with what he would buy. And then I realized he was only asking me that question so, he so that he like, could yeah. prove to me that he's very into investments. And I don't even know. I didn't even care. Right. It's like, OK, you're going to ask me this off the wall question. But that clearly you want me to ask you in return. Right. So you have this well thought out, let me like low key flex here. Yeah. Um, with my response. Right. And you don't actually really care, you know, what the other person actually has to say. Right. You know? Right. So I think it, it you have to kind of not overthink it. Yeah. And if somebody is going into a complicated question and you're like, I don't know how to answer all of this and it's overwhelming. Don't overthink it. Just respond. 
I mean, that, that's what I... <laughs> I'm like an avoider. I'm like, I would just leave it. Or right. not respond if you're like very weirded. I mean, sometimes you can catch a vibe just off of that. Like, you're mm-hmm. asking me 1,500 questions. Okay, Mr. Too Much. Or, you know... Yeah. I was I was going to... I was thinking about that one guy who, you know, I he was cute. And he messaged me. And we had a couple of texts back and forth. And then literally, I think the second maybe message he sent he asked me what my favorite flower was yeah and i'm not a flower person right but i was like okay sure i'll answer this question and so i was like oh i like i like peonies like I'm not yeah really a flower person and he was like great i'm gonna keep that in mind i'm like honey yeah. i don't even know like anything about you but the first thing that i did know about you is your your profile and i came across this four or five times your profile says one job title mm-hmm. that is um, of a higher caliber or something that you would like to show off. Again, a, a low-key flex, C-E-O, C-F-O, C-O-O, something with a C in front of it, VP, all these things. Yep. And then you, when I ask you what you do for work, your job title is completely different. Really? Yes. I know. This happened I know. multiple times. Yeah, it's. I mean, these profiles can be. It's whatever they're like. Tr- it's whatever they are trying to put out there to impress, and sometimes, like you may read that and be like, "Oh wow, like he's VP of strategy, blah blah blah." You know, mm-hmm. I, it, whatever it may be, and you are really not sure what that means. And to me, that could be like, there's six thousand employees and. You're up the chain a bit, but you're not, like, at the top. And then also a VP can mean you are at the top. Right. So I know. It's interesting because I look for people on there because I want to be – and this is, um, like, heterosexual hinge for me. I did go down the little wormhole of, like, the lesbian hinge side of things. Yeah. I'm just – How does it compare? Um. I'm not ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just too, too much. Why? Because, okay, everything that you hear guys say about girls' profiles uh-huh. is true. Like, they're too filtered. The they're filters. Too, yeah. It's like, I don't know what you actually look like if you don't have little bunny ears on oh, you gosh. and like the little rosy cheeks and stuff. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this person does not. So anyway, I yeah. didn't spend too much time on that. So this episode will be pretty much just more towards like heterosexual dating apps. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. It was it was like so true. Like everything yeah. that you hear, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like this is what it's like. And and on the flip side, men are putting up horrible pictures, but the actual like written words are filtered almost. Yeah. It's like Mm. the pictures are not great, but like on paper, they're making themselves look better. And then like on girls, their pictures are better. How is the... The words is actually very good for the most part. The content was very good. I could get to know what they wanted about themselves. Yeah. It wasn't like I'm a regular at the gym. It was like, tell right. me about your like life and where you want to go. But, you know, I look at the job 
because I want to be fluid in more ways than one. Um, I want to be kind of mobile and right. hop around. Right. And I'm in a position where I can do that with my job. Right. And I want somebody who has that same flexibility, yeah. which is why that's kind of important to me. Like I don't want somebody who's stuck in a nine to five and strapped there forever. Yep. And so when you go and look at these profiles, you're like, oh, that sounds like you would have some flexibility with that. And then your job title is completely Come to find out. different. I'm like, did you forget that you put that on your profile? Right. Like, you- oh. it, well, it's just people who are lying. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's like groups on Facebook now that you can actually look people up and see like in your location if there's any tea on them. Yeah, so talk about this. You brought this up. You came across this the other day, and it was wild. One of my friends in another city introduced me, and I can't say the name of the group because you're sworn to secrecy if you're in it, and it works because it is secret. (laughs) And so they're in all locations, and you can basically – I mean, there's there's a lot of profiles on there. There's some I've recognized, and – I'll, I'll think, oh, my gosh, I've seen that guy. And there will be 65 comments about, you know, like what happened on dates with girls in Houston. And they're spilling all the tea on They're spilling men. the tea. And also there's also some good stuff, too, where it's like, hey, what about this guy? And there are girls on there saying, I grew up with him. He's one of the best guys ever. Um you know, definitely go out with him or other girls who are like, hey, we went out. He's such a gentleman. And it was so great. We just um, at the time, like I just wasn't ready and I didn't realize it until I went on a date, you know, or something like that. Yeah. So it's the good and the bad. But he was a great guy. It's the good and the bad. And I would definitely recommend it to anybody who just really wants something to entertain themselves. But also... (laughs) If you are out there dating, it's very important because there are people, there are guys on there that I recognize that had liked my profile, and it was not good. I mean, huge <laughs> liars, huge liars, mm-hmm. full blown families, and acting like they just moved to town. Um, and I also noticed being on Hinge that I had a lot of fraudulent profiles. Yes, they have that thing now where it's verified, which yeah. I never did that with my profile. But um, you can verify your account, which means you you get like the little check mark. Yeah, similar to the blue check on on in Instagram and all that. But um, you have to send in a video, I think, and they, oh. somebody actually screens it on the back end of Hinge and says, "Oh, this person's a real person." It's real. Yeah, I I saw some bots on there too. Yeah, because there's some like Instagram famous, Instagram ish famous, mm-hmm. <laughs> or famous ish people that um, they're taking, let's say they have like 50,000 followers for some brand or something, mm-hmm. and they're taking that picture and then uploading it and pretending it it's this whole thing. And Oh, yeah. I, you know, people just get really ballsy behind a computer, and it's no different with a dating app. So if you are on there, just like take your precautions. Um, don't give, Facebook don't give out personal info. Do not give out <laughs> your personal address. info. Maybe check to see if they're verified. I didn't even know that was a thing until you told mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, one thing I learned, especially joining Hinge or trying to or matching with people during the holidays, that was tough because 
everybody's spending time with family. So there wasn't a lot of communication. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a lot of people out of town. And so that kind of made for a rough situation. So I do also advise if you're going to, like, leave town, maybe turn off your hinge or, mm. like, I know you like to. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. What I like to do. <laughs> <laughs> so because I am mobile and I spend a lot of time in other cities and I'm, you know, I'm constantly entertaining this move to L.A. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I got this idea. I've actually done this for a while. Um, when you are going to a different city, and people do this to hook up to. This was not my intention, but you could do this if that is your jam and your intention for these apps. If you're going to L.A. next week, yeah. then you hop on the hinge now. Like right. You literally change your location to L.A., which I had done. And... Uh, I was planning a trip. I ended up not going. And then I, anyway. So I just wanted to kind of peep the scene, you know? Yeah. And I'm telling you. The scene's good looking, isn't it? The scene's good. Yeah, because they're all trying to be actors and (laughs) models. (laughs) The scene looks good from a ditty nap. Um, But, yeah, so you can go meet. Oh, I got this idea from Jose. One of his friends did it. They went on a two-week vacation. Yes, this is years ago. Went out on a two-week vacation and I mean, and everyone's a plane right away. Like it's so right. easy to travel. Right. And she got on Hinge and Bumble, and I, I don't know which one, before her two week vacation. So when she was there, she had already kind of established that baseline. Yeah. With the guy. Yeah. She ended up dating that guy. He moved. Wow. Here they broke up, but he literally moved. It was a relationship. I yeah, mean, it turned yeah. into something. They dated for, I think, like a year and a half, two years. Yeah. I feel like if you know that you're not stuck somewhere, that's mm-hmm. definitely a good option. I mean, also, it's so interesting to see different cities. Oh, I'm sure. It's wild. I bet it's a different. lot less dead animals yeah. in LA than yeah. it is. Yeah. I did Texas. not see one dead fish. Gosh, the in, dead animals. Yeah. If you're a straight male, this is a public service announcement. Get the dead animals off your profile. We do not care. We are disgusted. It does not make you manly, and it does not make me want to go on a date with you. In fact, now I know you're armed. <laughs> yes. So. And also, I mean, I love dogs. I love dogs. Yeah. I have a dog. But don't have your dog alone. Yeah. Your picture. Yeah. A single picture of your dog. Right. How how about a picture of you with your dog? Right. Right. Do we even know this is your dog? Right. You know, I want some proof. True. I mean, that could be a red flag. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, listen, you can hunt and fish. I actually really like to fish, but I just, and I do also understand that guys probably don't take pictures of themselves. And so when they actually have a picture of themselves, it's because They've killed an animal, so I understand that. However, you have a phone that is attached at your hip at all times. Uh, yeah. Hand it to That's one a- person. It can be a stranger. And say, would you mind taking my picture? You know what? Take a selfie. <laughs> I don't care. This is for my dating profile. <laughs> so I lived in Kansas. This is years ago. I was married. And we lived in Kansas for a year. And we met this guy. He was a little strange. Yeah. But it was slim pickings in Wichita, Kansas. Oh, I can only imagine what Kansas <laughs> so, dating apps are like. Yeah. Well, I was married, so I yeah. wasn't on one. And I, I think 
I think they kind of came out around this time. I'm not yeah. really sure. Because whenever I was engaged and then married, I totally missed that trend. I never yeah. did a dating app until yeah. after I was married. I think like okay Cupid was there, but anyway. Um he my ex husband goes to dinner with said friend from our apartment and he comes home with this hilarious story saying how he goes to dinner with this guy and this guy was following them around, taking pictures of them. What? Like and they went to multiple places. Right. What? And the guy, he, he was like, well, "Hey, um, do you notice that there's like to the our friend? You know, like there's somebody taking our pictures. Like this is really weird. Should we like be concerned? Yeah, we should and be concerned." The guy was like, "Oh no, I hired him to take some pictures for my dating profile." No, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna actually go on a date with you and then take these pictures to update it. Mm-hmm. No, you're joking. Yeah, no, I'm not. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I do think that the pictures for men are a real struggle, Mm -hmm. are a real struggle. But I do think it's very easy to change that. And also, I noticed on there that there's a lot of profiles that don't give a lot of content. And Mm -hmm. most of those ended up being fraudulent or they were guys that I ended up weeding out. Um, because of like conversation and guys who had a little bit to work with on there. It doesn't have to, you don't have to tell your whole life story, but Mm -hmm. just something those have ended up being the guys that like I would actually date. Right. Give me a something to work with here. Yeah. I don't have to come out and entertain you. Right. Right. Yeah. So like one of the profiles, okay, we'll just get into the story. We'll call him Bob. Bob. Got it. (laughs) A different three letter name. Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Bob's profile, super fun. He looked like good time Bob. He was definitely good time Bob. He was good time Bob. I swear every guy has a picture of a wedding that they went to. Where they're like in the middle of the dance floor or or they're in the middle of the circle. Or giving a speech in a suit. Yeah, they're doing something. They're the center of attention. There's always some type of wedding picture on their profile. Yes. The good time the good time guys are. And all of his pictures were kind of silly, and there were a couple um, that were just, like, straight on, you know, like, them smiling or not smiling in a group photo, clearly, like, cropped. And I thought the guy was really attractive, and I thought he looked like he was fun, and so we just started messaging. Um, The timing was kind of bad because he was out of town, and then when he came back, I left to go out of town. The first 48. The first 48. It was a real... It was a real thing. But we made it through that. If you don't connect within the first 48 hours, what is the first 48? Basically, like, you kind of can't go out of town. Like, if you go on a date or, like, you talk on the phone, if you can't, like, schedule the date within 48 hours or you can't schedule that second date, it's going to – it doesn't have great chances of making it. So you might as well just wait or pause your hinge or not like the people back or Exactly. So we kind of chatted. We text. We texted back and forth. I got, while I was out of town, I got a drunk FaceTime. And I didn't have a whole lot of information about the guy other than, like, what industry he worked in, how old he was, and, like, that he lived in Houston, right? So, but I did see that he was a really good, like, he looked like a really fun he time. He looked like a fun time. Yeah. Fun and time, Bobby. we connected, and he was out of town doing something fun. So, right. I had thought, okay, well, um, you know, this... This guy would at least be fun to hang out with. I get a drunk FaceTime, and 
I was like, oh, a little bit, like, I don't know, like, some some little pink flags, like, popped up. <laughs> but he was also, Maroon. like, had been drinking. He was with his friend. And if I recall, you and I had FaceTime drunk somebody, <laughs> like, drunk FaceTime somebody that I was into at the time. And so I was like, hey, I, he, he no ended up in love with you. So that worked. That worked for him. <laughs> for <us. laughs> yeah. So no judgment, right? I'm like, okay, been there, done that. I'm not going to judge off of this. But it's noted <laughs> that I am unsure because he kind of acted immature, um, very nervous. Like, I, I don't know. It was just odd. It was odd, but he was drunk, so I, I didn't think too much about it. But then he didn't call me afterwards sober to ever have any kind of conversation. Right, just following up like or acknowledging, LOL, called you yeah. Drunk last night. Yeah. I mean, he definitely said, like, I don't feel great today. And I and we just kind of laughed it off. But then I thought there would be a like phone call where we would have a conversation, maybe even get to know each other a little bit. Because texting at this point had gone on for at least a week. He was out of town. I had left town. And it was more like, oh, you know, how's your day? But nothing like, so where'd you grow up? Right. How many siblings do you have? I mean, I understand you don't want to get to know somebody via text message. A phone call would have been great. Yeah, a phone call. This goes back to screen them with the phone call so, so you, you don't, don't waste your expensive makeup, makeup products. <laughs> yes. And so it just kind of wasn't going there. And he wasn't the only guy I was talking to. So it wasn't, you know, not all my eggs are in one basket with this guy anyway. And I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I get back to town. I get a phone call from him in the afternoon during the day. And I thought, oh, finally, the phone call I've been waiting for. And the conversation went like this. Hey, how's it going? Great. Um, really hungover. And uh, we went out to dinner last night, took some clients to a steak dinner, wound up at a strip club. And he proceeds to talk about the strip club for 15 minutes straight. And I know this because I started timing it. And I thought, the guy's not even coming up for air. So <laughs> I... I don't think he was at the strip club Put either. my AirPods in. <laughs> I went into the bathroom and I'm like, I'm going to let this guy ramble. And I didn't even do that filler thing where you acknowledge that you're still on the line. Like, right. oh, yeah. You could have disconnected and he would have no idea. Exactly. He would have still been going. Right. I didn't say, oh, yeah. Like, I just kind of let him talk. Curled my hair, put a full face of makeup on because I was going to lunch. And eventually at the 15 minute mark, he then is still talking about how he doesn't like strip clubs. And I mean, he's just saying inappropriate things. He also things. made a very inappropriate sexual reference to something that you would perform on him. Yes. Be, he, and, why he wouldn't need strip clubs. Right. Because you're here to do all that for him. Yeah. And I thought, um, oh, great. okay, Bob. Hi. Um, actually, I'm Lacey. What I should have done. No, what I did was was pr what I needed to do. But in hindsight, I could have been like, yeah, um, my name is Lacey. This is what I do. I have three. <laughs> I'm a come from like a family of five. I have an older sister, a younger brother. These are the types of conversations I would like to have. Mm -hmm. Not about how you frequent strip clubs with your clients. Right. And so I, what I ended up doing was just cutting him off and saying, hey, listen, um, my friend's calling me. We're well, going to lunch. He put you on hold. He put me on hold. 
um, he had like a maintenance guy at his house or something. He proceeds to speak in Spanish to this guy. And I don't know Spanish, but I know enough Spanish to know that he was just putting me on hold to keep me on hold. And it goes on for like two and a half minutes. Also, I'm getting ready. So like, I'm just like letting so it go. So he didn't mute himself. You're literally listening. No, to I'm listening. And he's only repeating what this guy is saying. So there's he's not adding anything to the conversation. Again, low key flex. <laughs> I was like, cool, oh, congratulations. Dude. You know Spanish. And I mean, I'm sure that's his first language. He's from Mexico. So like, I, I just don't know why you think that impresses me. This whole conversation has been nothing but a turn off. And I eventually just stop him and I say, hey, I got to go. My friend's calling me and we're going to lunch and I need to take this call. And he says, call me back, please. And so no, thank you. I was like, I'm not calling <laughs> Sorry, you back, Bob. Sorry, Bob. It's a no for me. So I had two options, ghost him or just cut it off. Just I just felt like I needed to just say it. And I was with my friend. He was like, yeah, you just need to say it because if not, this guy is going to continue to bother you. And I also don't believe in ghosting somebody. But I also know that I don't owe this guy anything. Right, right. There's that happy medium. Right. If you want to get it off your chest and say, you know what, leave me alone kind of thing. Right. Do it. But you don't you don't have to explain why it's not a, a hit for you. Right. You know. Right. So I sent him a text message and said I would be lying if I didn't say that I wasn't totally turned off by that conversation. Um, that conversation showed me we are in two different places. And as soon as I sent the message, I looked at my friend and he and I said, here's what happens with straight men. So my friend is a, a gay man. And I said, here's what happens with straight men. When you reject them as a woman, this is what happens. It's one of three things. They call you fat, they call you ugly, or they call you crazy. Crazy. I was going to say, I knew crazy was in there somewhere. Yep. And I said, I don't think he's going to call me fat because I'm not fat. I don't think he's going to call me ugly because he's told me how pretty I am. And that's just going to make him look stupid. Right. So he's going to call me crazy in some sort of fashion. Right. And so what does he do? He responds and says, um, no, but I'm glad that you can make assumptions for us. And I was like, and there it is. He's trying to tell me I'm making assumptions mm-hmm. about this and I'm not making assumptions. I know for a fact I don't want to date you. Right. And I'm not assuming anything. I'm very aware. Very. And very, very firm clear. in my clear belief. I do not want to date I you. I don't want to date you. And we're in two different places, meaning class. We're in two different places. But also, yeah, and it's like you like you saying we're in two different places, it's like you could have meant anything. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean it means, hey, um, you're wanting to call me and act like I'm your girlfriend and I'm don't know you. Right. right? It could have been that. Clearly, yeah, your hobbies are not the same. Right. <laughs> like, right. The your actions are just yeah, you know, I'm looking for something a little classier. I'm looking you know? for somebody who is self-aware. And if self-aware. you don't know that that conversation was all wrong, we are in two different places. Mm-hmm. And so he pops that off. Um, and I was like, and here it is him calling me crazy. I didn't let it bother me because I really don't care what this guy thinks. And he predicted it. So. And I predicted it. And so then it wasn't like a couple hours later, I get another message from him that basically is him arguing that he is just keeps it real and that I pretend to live in a bubble and that that my reality is just a bubble I pretend to be in. And so I don't respond 
because <laughs> I don't owe this guy anything. And I'm like, yep. at this point, I've told you I'm not interested. Like, go away. You're two minutes from being blocked. I, I could probably just block him. But um, I don't feel affected by his messages. And then he sent me another one, like, the next day, what are you up to today? No. And I was like, okay, so who's crazy here? Right. <laughs> like, who's the crazy one? I'm telling you. Uh, and that's something that I definitely, that was a lesson that it took me a very long time to learn is if somebody says, you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. No. You know, if you want to uh, say, hey, no, thank you. I'm not interested. Go for it. Right. I'm not going to tell anybody to ghost, not to ghost. It's right. kind of, hey, you got to kind of kind use of, your discernment yeah. and feel. Yeah. But if someone's like coming after you why 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 or fighting you on it right you do not have to engage you do not have to explain yourself you can say remove yourself from yeah. that conversation you owe that person nothing mm-hmm. and it really like it was a huge learning lesson for me because sometimes you feel like you might be rusty <laughs> in the dating world you're like i don't i well i know the red flags or you hear horror stories and Really, there were little bitty red flags that very first phone call. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that I like had a conversation with him on the phone. I can't even imagine wasting time like sitting down Can with you him. Can you imagine? You would have sat down and then within five minutes known, hey, I do not want to I be here. Bolt. So what do you think you would have done? Like would I finish my drink or just say, Hey, I don't really think this is a match. I wish you the best of luck. Or would you feel like, oh, my God, I got to sit here for like two hours? Right. I I think I would have found like a medium in there. I think I would have been there for like hour, hour and a half, knowing the entire time. Mm-hmm. And then I would have left and then had to send the like, I'm not interested text message. But because we had that phone call, I got to weed it out before that even <laughs> went there. And it was honestly, it was like wow, I really need to screen these people better. Yeah. Because I just, A, saved makeup products, mm-hmm. my time, and just that, like, feeling of, like, ugh, another one didn't work out, you know? Yeah. And trusting yourself. You can tell on a phone call or a FaceTime. Yeah. Right? I ended up FaceTiming a guy from L.A. So going yeah. back to the L.A. thing, I was on L.A. Hinge, and I'm not currently in L.A., but I did it match with this guy who also was on Ellie Hinge. Neither one of us live in LA. Live in LA. We both have plans to maybe spend a lot of like more time there where he I think he's going for like a month or two. So like in the spring or something. Or the, I think this month or next month. I don't know. This is in December. And so we talked and he was nice. I could tell he was just not. Yeah. He was a little boring. Yeah. And he was a little older, and that's fine, too, but I don't think... Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I told you this. He called me unstable. And it what? <laughs> I will drive to wherever he lives. No, 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 no. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, not in a mean way. Yeah. But I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm... I'm like, how did you get on LA Hinge if you don't live there? And I'm like, sir, I should ask you the same question. But right. okay. So I don't think I did tell you that because it hurt my feelings. <laughs> yeah, it hurts my feelings for you <laughs> because he's calling you crazy. No, no, no. He didn't. It, <laughs> okay, it was okay, a okay. different kind of unstable. Okay, good. And honestly, I can kind of see it. Yeah. But it still hurt a little bit. Um, 
you know, he's asking about why I'm on LA Hinge. And I said, well, I'm entertaining to move there. I'm going to be spending a lot more time out there. And honestly, I can kind of go wherever with my job. So I'm not opposed to just the slim pickings pull in Houston. I'm not opposed, like, I'm not opposed to looking outside of that because I'm mobile. Right. Open to open to the possibilities. Yeah, I can move wherever. And I don't know if I want to be in Houston forever. So anyway, that was my thing. And he's like, well, what's your plan? And he, he was the kind of guy who wanted like a five-year plan. Uh, and I was like, that's interesting because you also, you are saying the same thing as me. Right. You're saying you, I think he lived in Denver or something, but he might go here, he might go here. And everywhere he wanted to go was... Well, I tried here, but I couldn't find anyone to date. I tried here, but then I couldn't find anyone to date. I don't want to stay here because I can't find anyone to date. So that was a little red flag to me. Right. You can't go around this. Sounds like it's a you problem, dude. Right? Don't sing Taylor Swift. I can see it in your eyes. Oh, God. Every time. Every time. (laughs) Every time. So we have not sung on the podcast yet. I know. And I haven't even been tempted. This is impressive. Now it's in your cognitive <laughs> radar um but anyway so i i'm like yeah, i don't know like where i want to end up i'm just open i'm maybe too open-minded and fluid at this point and i'm like well i might end up in la i'm going to spend a little bit more time there i yeah. don't know where i want to live yet because i want to spend more time wherever i go but i'm open to wherever and especially if there's someone who i who I care about, who's also flexible. Yeah. And we can kind of make those decisions together if it works right. out. Like, if it works out, I'm just too go with the flow for this guy, clearly. Yeah. And he was like, I'm just looking for something a little more stable. It's pretty good coming from you, dude, who's... I'm like, okay. Looking sure. for rigid, while he is the one that's not either, and mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah. I get it. He's yeah. He was like forty nine, so yeah. he kind of wants. He's to find wanting his to person. have that person like there, and he's maybe pl- wanting to plant somewhere. Yes, you know. But all the questions we had two Facetimes, and he didn't. First of all, all he did primarily was complain about my Wi Fi connection. Oh gosh! <laughs> I'm like okay, well sure. you can blame AT and T for that, right? AT and T don't sponsor me, <laughs> and actually I'm not allowed to have Comcast. I'm literally blocked from. Their <laughs> systems, right? Another podcast about anger management. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, yeah. He all the questions that he asked me, it wasn't even about me. It was just, well, where do you want to move? This, this, this location, location, location. Like logistics. Like just yeah. I, he asked me about logistics, and I didn't feel like he got a good feel for me yeah so maybe that's why he thinks i'm unstable but ladies if somebody calls you unstable don't listen to them don't listen to them or own it but also (laughs) like it is there is something to somebody not getting to know you the appropriate amount on these apps so like if you're texting yeah of course you don't want to like spill your whole life story via text and maybe some of the stuff that you can talk on the phone about can be pretty surface level stuff. And then maybe you can go on a date and really explain like how you got into your career, how, why you're, in, you know, like you're divorced or engaged, 
meant before or didn't work out. You know, mm-hmm. you can get into some of the like deeper stuff while you're on a date. But I do think it's a very much a red flag. Like what I learned from Bob was that oh Bob was that he asked nothing about me, and that was a huge red flag. And he almost went into assumption that we were going to date and be together, and we'd never even met. And that's a huge red flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I do think that you have to really trust your intuition, mm-hmm. and even when you're looking at profiles, if it's like. Okay, wait, this guy has lots of pictures. He's very good looking, but there's no information about him. That's probably not yeah, real. Yeah, you don't have to explain it to yourself. If you have a feeling of, eh, I don't know, then right. just go with it. Right. Because you're going to find out 20 messages into a conversation. Well, should I like, yeah. trust myself? Yeah, exactly. And then also, like, you can very much get a vibe from texting, from uh, messaging on there. And... Your vibe, like what you think the vibe is, is probably pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. I learned that too. There were like a couple of really nice guys. Um, one of them was visiting my university, and so like we chatted a lot about that. I really didn't feel in, like I was that attracted to him, but yeah. like it was a really fun conversation, and I got a friend vibe from him immediately, and then it kind of fizzled. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that like he was gone, I was gone, and you know a few days had passed, the first and I was 48. like, yeah, I didn't, didn't really feel like messaging him. And then there was like um, another guy who I was getting such good vibes from, and I thought, oh no, this is going to be bad because he was out of town for the holidays. He got back, and I left town. And um, should we call him Don? Don. Yeah, let's call him Don. Don. <laughs> Another three-letter name. <laughs> and so Don, this is going to be really hard. Um, I literally don't know any Dons. Yeah, me either. Probably Donnie with, Wahlberg. I don't hang out with like 65-year-old men. I know. <laughs> Shoot. But I got a good vibe, and it it went at an appropriate pace mm-hmm. for and what it was. your pace might be different than another girl's pace, it doesn't matter what your pace is, but they just have to be cohesive with yeah. the other person. It should feel right. Mm-hmm. And it felt like an appropriate pace. He wasn't texting me. Like, Bob was texting me every day. So that's why I felt like I needed to cut it off with him. Tone it down, Bob. Tone it down, Bob. But Don was not. He was texting me every few days. And we had established enough to know about each other, and I got a There's good context vibe. in the text. Yeah. Context. Exactly. Exactly. It was like we talked a little bit about, I knew enough about him to say, hey, Meg, I'm going on a date with this guy, and here's what I know about him. And also, this is where we're going for safety measures, because that's right. a whole Your other... Right, your location is on my phone. That's a whole other thing. I almost dropped you off and pretended to be the Uber driver. I know. That, that's a whole plan. We <laughs> may execute but I'll be the Uber driver. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get out the back. Yeah. So funny. Anyway, but I go on a date with this guy. I actually didn't screen phone call screen him. I didn't have any. He was worth the expensive makeup risk. (sighs) He really was. (laughs) Um, Well, I was actually going to meet some friends anyway that day. So the makeup was already going to be on. Oh, see, there you go. Even better. Yeah. But I actually highly recommend, you know, like having plans and then you know like I met up with him and it was it was fine um I didn't feel like I was wasting my whole day on the state like mm-hmm. your date 
doesn't need to last your entire day. Although I was with Dawn for five hours because we had such a good time and we hit it off really well. I didn't phone call screen him. And before the day, I had thought to myself, I have really good vibes. There's nothing that I'm questioning about meeting up with him. I'm very excited. But I didn't phone call screen him. And I learned my lesson with Bob that I should have done that. And luckily for me, I it was okay that I didn't. But I still recommend doing it. Yeah. I still recommend. Listen to what she says, not what she does. Yeah. Do it's what life they coach say, not what I do. <laughs> Want to be a life coach? <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I, I'm a practitioner of my ways. Yeah. Not just a theorist for all my listeners out there. But anyway, you know, that's – so you get there. Yes. You immediately have a good – feeling like what was Great that feeling. like okay yeah he it, it was just easy everything has been easy and we talked about everything and we agreed on so many things and there wasn't one red flag and there wasn't I don't know like it just was a really fun good time and it was appropriate you know and before I know it, it's been three hours. And before I know it, it's been five hours. And at that point, I start getting sleepy because, you know, I go to bed so early. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I, I thought, I need to cut it off. It's time to cut it off. But um, it was it was great. And it has moved at an appropriate speed since then. And there's a second date planned. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not driving me crazy and blowing up my phone. And maybe that's what you like. Maybe you want to text all day, every day. Yeah, some people are the paragraph texters. Yeah. And I am like a, like, text you in the morning, text you in the evening. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I need to get things done during the day. And I don't care about some funny things in between. But it's just moved at such an appropriate pace. So I have really good feelings about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what the lesson I've already learned from this is it does not need to be hard. It should be super easy. It's got to be easy. And you know what I'm going to do? Um, just because I want to keep this conversation going, I'm going to end part two here. Okay. And then we're going to keep talking, and then we're going to come back with part three um, next week for y'all. Okay. So if you – because I have some juicy questions about Lacey's date. I want to know <laughs> – does this man know that he was literally podcast material? And no, he does not. Are you ever going to tell him? So tune into um, part three if you want to know all the tea. I'm about to get in some questions for Don. So um, yeah, uh, thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time um, hanging with us, uh, it's Create Your Fate podcast. But hey, if you're creating your fate, you got to create your date. Exactly. You know? Yeah. If you are single and wanting to date. Yeah. So, just a little <laughs> preface there. Um, but, you know, tune in next week. You know, we're we're doing it. We're, we're here. We're going to continue to give you some advice on things uh, that we have come across in the last month and a half because I also have a date story. Ooh. So tune in to part three next week. And if we could leave you with just one thing, it would be this. Expect, Expect good, good things, things always. always. And they will happen. Thank <laughs> you.